0: Welcome to another episode of the Grind Culture Detox Podcast. I am your host, Heather Archer. It's been a minute, y'all. It's been a minute. 2023 has been a massive healing year. And that's actually what I wanted to talk about on today's episode. Is this concept around dark arts training that you're going to go through specifically if you are a light worker specifically if you know that you are here to uplift the consciousness on this planet at this time what do i mean when i say dark arts training i'm not talking about harry potter defense against the dark arts doing like the imperial curse crucio or none of that i'm not talking about that (laughs) you tell I'm a Potter fan? No, no, I'm not talking about that kind of dark arts. I actually mean, what do you do when basically it feels like everything that made you you is like stripped from you? And this is a, a harsh reality that starseeds and lightworkers need to go through in our healing journey. And a lot of times we don't talk about it enough uh, when we get into spirituality We kind of like to sometimes like we get really starry eyed in the beginning, you know, we literally focus on the stars and crystals and, you know, there's a lot of glamour that can come into the spiritual stuff, right? But then, you know, that's like when you dip your toe into it. But like, really, though, like the calling of being a consciousness raiser on this planet at this time means that you have to do intensive shadow work. And this is your dark arts training because essentially when you are called to raise the vibration on a planet that has a certain collective consciousness and you are here to say, hey, y'all, why don't we do it this way? I have an alternative or like, why, how might we make sure that there's more access available to people? What's going to happen? You're going to come across... The powers that be or as you know a lot of us are calling them these days the powers that were the ones that are like hanging on with kung fu death grip to keep things as they are even though we are entering the age of Aquarius and the world is shifting very rapidly Um, there are going to be forces that come against you that say hey how dare you try to change the status quo how dare you try to to try to say that we should do things differently or that, um, you know, policies should change, that kind of stuff. So, um, and a lot of that will be reinforced by popular opinion because there's this concept called groupthink or hive mind mentality where people can sometimes get really caught up in wanting to be accepted and it can be really scary to be the lone wolf especially in the age of social media. And then, you know, we're always thinking about like how many likes we're getting and, um, you know, how, how will I be perceived? What will be my social credit? You know, right now we're in a timeline where social credit is a thing. Like social credit is something that we care about, right? We care about how many likes we get or, Um, what people perceive about us and a lot of times our social credit is going to be tied to the financial opportunities that we get right or the sort of social circles that that we're invited into and especially when you have an online platform this becomes sometimes it can feel make or break and so how do you maintain this kind of like Disruptor, innovator, consciousness in the age of social credit and social media. And that I think is a part of the dark arts training. But I also want to talk about, um, I'm actually reading from Ascension Glossary right now. And for folks who are awakening and really are looking for some guidance on like what's going on and, you know, what the world of spiritual evolution can look like, I highly suggest the ascension glossary there it's a really comprehensive like wikipedia for (laughs) spiritual awakening but um i'm reading from there it says dark arts training this term refers to a period in your life where you are pushed usually through some sort of suffering to go beyond your current frame of reference in order to fully comprehend what is happening to you People at this stage may start to register there are energetic forces around them or influencing them, and that awareness can be felt and sensed in a different in different ways. Sometimes this means pulling back the veil that hides negative inter- alien interference in, in human evolution. Some people may use a religious context and call these dark forces by different names, not aware that the devil or Satan can also be used to describe non-human alien entities or spiritual attachments. Still, there are many people in the spiritual community that refuse to look deeper at the plausibility of non-human entities influencing human civilization and the current agendas of genetic modification of the human race for the purpose of a global enslavement agenda here are some of the common themes in the type of dark arts initiations so that could be having a first-hand experience with extraterrestrial or extra-dimensional beings clearly not human in nature that could be having an awareness of entity attachments or alien implants appearing in your peripheral vision Having people around you used as a dark portal puppet with entity attachments to incite chaos and derail your awakening. Having an unexplained illness that can't be sourced. Sensing something unseen is draining your life force. Having sudden awareness of thoughts that are not your own with mental looping, increased fear and addiction states. Having series a series of betrayals with close relationships that damaged trust and leave you feeling totally bewildered having a total dismantling losing partner job housing car and friends all at once so i don't know if this resonates with anyone Uh, feeling like your world just goes topsy-turvy like you you know you go into this honeymoon phase and you're awakening right and you realize like oh i'm a part of this grander thing and i have a deeper mission than what i thought i had and la 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 and then like the rug gets kind of pulled out from under you and you realize that like when you awaken and when you activate that it is the end of the world as you know it and what does that look like and for some people you know if I just read some of those things some people might even be thinking like oh that sounds like you might need like medication (laughs) you're like seeing aliens and entities like I don't know maybe that means that you uh are you know You might need some mental health support, Um, but what do you do when the mental health community does not necessarily acknowledge aliens as existing or um, entities as, as existing, right? Like the mental health field does not acknowledge like spiritual phenomena. That doesn't necessarily mean it's not happening, right? And so a part of your awakening journey is waking up past the third dimensional realm, and so what does that look like and you know when you awaken it's like you come out of a a sleep state and when you were in your sleep state you were so you were you were on a script you had a certain trajectory that was planned out for you and you were following your script you didn't know you were following the script because when you're when you're not awake like you're just living life right but when you overstand that you are here and designed for something larger than you were currently playing out you are opting out of the script that life wrote for you and you will notice that a lot of folks around you will not take kindly to you going off script because then it 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 makes them go off script maybe or like question their script you know it just it does this thing to um, kind of dismantle their sense of reality too. So if they're not ready to go on that awakening journey, what they're going to do, what we're hardwired to do is to make that the person who's off script the problem, you know. And if you are awakening starseed, a lot of times that problem is you and that's where your dark arts training comes in. And it does mean going into the depths of darkness um some people call it a dark night of the soul um others call it the hero's hero's journey when you awaken not everyone's going with you right and so that might mean losing family losing friends losing jobs (laughs) losing like literally just the rug gets pulled out from under you and it can feel really really scary especially if you're somebody who was raised in like a traumatic environment or like not having stability. I know for me, um, having stability was like super important because I grew up in a traumatic environment and had a lot of ACEs in my household or adverse childhood experiences. So I saw like living on the straight and narrow and just like checking off all the boxes and doing everything I was quote unquote supposed to do as a productive member as of society, um, which I talk more about in the grind culture detox book. But I saw that as being like my safe haven. And so when I started, when I like had my really really big awakening journey, and I'd say my journey, my awakening journey has happened in stages. You know, um, I had my first awakening when I was in my early twenties. And I knew something was off about the world and that there was there was something much deeper um, that was going on than the day-to-day third-dimensional reality. But I kind of pulled myself back into the third dimension because I was like, you know what? Like, stability is more important to me. <laughs> you know, I'm going to stay there. I'm going to stay on team stability. I'm going to stay on team, like, matrix right now. <laughs> um, so I made a conscious decision to, like, opt out of the spiritual awakening but I would say you know in my early 30s then it stopped becoming an option it was just like nope like my awakening was so big where it was like I literally am changed after this moment and I can't go back and I noticed like during that time just how much my life just shifted and you know how uncomfortable it made people around me that I was changing and as somebody who very much thrived off of like my social circles and stuff was always surrounded by friends and people just always always surrounded by friends and people I went into this like really big hermit phase and it was really hurtful to me to just not feel understood by like people I thought like we you know we had each other's back and all that kind of stuff but I realized like they weren't necessarily team spiritual awakening and so I definitely went through this dark arts journey um and then also uh the grind culture detox in itself was just a documentation of my dark arts journey so for anybody who might be going through something like this right now just know you're not alone even if you feel like you're alone you're certainly not alone this is um, not everybody has what it takes to go through what you're going through right now. Why do I say this? Because we live in a society and we've been trained to accept a society where we would get all of our sense of validation and self-worth on things that were external to us. This is how we were told that we were supposed to thrive and be successful, Okay. That's false, all right? Um, At the end of the day, the economy could collapse tomorrow. Then who are you? You could lose your job tomorrow. Then who are you? You could lose your partner tomorrow. Then who are you? You could lose your whole social circle. Then who are you? This is dark arts training. Being able to stand alone. When everything collapses in your life, And everything is left to rubble. And there you are standing. Not knocked down. But standing. And you're even more resilient. And you're more rooted than you were prior. Because you were able to lose it all. And realize that you actually didn't lose it all. Because you have yourself. You have your consciousness. Um, And that's dark arts training. And it's not glamorous. It's not glamorous at all. And you know, I think a lot of times, especially in the age of social media, we can glamorize spirituality and kind of focus on the capitalistic aspects of it, the stuff, the cute stuff you could buy to look cute and witchy and spiritual and all that stuff. And hey, no judgment, I've been there. Okay. <laughs> um, sometimes I still go there, you know, but um, it's so much more than that. It is so much more than that. And, you know, one thing is, instead of feeling victimized by these events, because I can say, I think I probably went through a good year during my, you know, the first part of my dark arts training of just being like, why me? Why does everyone hate me? Like, why is everything changing? And just, you know, that was my inner child. That was my wounded inner child that I hadn't healed yet. That was speaking, you know, of that feeling of like, if other people can't stand by me, then I'm not worthy. Um, so I definitely went through my victim stage. So if you're in a victim stage, it's also a part of the process, you know. But what I would say is you want to get to a point where this is your time to take literally 100% responsibility for everything in your life. Knowing that like even if stuff is like super crappy um, and people are like literally turning against you and all that, like really standing out as the alchemist of your life, right? Um, This idea of being able to transmute, like whatever the energy is that's being thrown at you, your dark arts training is your ability to transmute that energy into something that works for you. And I want to provide some examples of some people in history that I, when I think of like dark arts training and how they had to go through it. um, You know, first off coming to mind, Nelson Mandela, So if you're going through a hard time right now and you are, you know, you're isolated, you're alone, like Nelson Mandela was an activist, a civil rights activist who was imprisoned for several years for his activism, for standing up for what was right, for standing up for what he believed in. And he was imprisoned for it. And somehow, some way, not only was released from prison, but became the president of South Africa. Like, that's, that's pretty big. But he had to go through a dark arts training. There is no him becoming president or being a world leader without his dark arts training. Okay. Um, another example that I want to give is actually a, a goddess, a Mesopotamian goddess named Inanna. So, Inanna was known as the queen of heaven and earth. And she basically kind of had it all. She had brains. She had beauty. She had... Magic and power behind her wildest dreams. And she was actually like kind of full of herself, you know? Can you imagine like you're queen of heaven and earth and you kind of have it all? Um, you kind of think like you're all that, right? And so she kind of had an ego issue. And um, she had a, a sister in the underworld named Irish Kagal. And, you know, for circumstances I'm not going to necessarily explain right now, but basically, some stuff went down and Inanna was lightly responsible for Irishka Gao's husband dying. And, you know, irishka Gao was pissed. And Inanna ends up actually going down to the underworld to, like, go to the funeral. And Irishka Gal was, like, livid about this. Like, how dare you come and see me? Like, you, you're, you're, like, a cause of my husband dying and now you're here. And when Inanna went to the underworld, she kind of was like very stuck up you know she yeah, it was like dressed to the nines she was like trying to sit in arishka Gal's throne literally so arishka Gal was livid and she was like i'm literally going to teach you a lesson today and basically took her through seven layers of the underworld each layer of the underworld that she would go to like she was stripped of something you know and so inana came to the underworld dressed to the nines and with each level that she had to go down in the underworld she was giving up her crown she was giving up her jewels she was giving up her cape her dress everything until she was stark naked on the seventh level and she was crucified actually she's actually the first her story is the first documented crucifixion she was actually you know so, uh, I hope this isn't too explicit, but she was basically hung from her feet and she was hung upside down and she was basically you know she was done for you know and so she had a friend who tried to go and get help from her family members and basically everybody had warned her like don't go to the underworld. Erish is not going to be happy to see you. People don't go to the underworld and come back alive like you should not go but you know inanna was like i'm queen of heaven and earth like i can do what i want and so when her friend came and was like hey let's go help inanna like she's literally dead can we somebody bring her back to life and you know her family was like Ugh, well, what what did she expect of course she was gonna not come back alive like okay no this is really sad that she died but like she needs to learn her lesson like shouldn't have went to the underworld anyway finally there's a family member who comes in and helps her and helps to resurrect her and all that kind of stuff and um she ends up coming back from that experience and when she comes back from the experience of the underworld she's not only queen of heaven and earth but she actually mastered the underworld so she actually comes back with dark art skills from the underworld and um it was actually more powerful than what she was when she first came down there but she had to go through a very heavy dark arts initiation it's really easy to say you're queen of heaven and earth when you're dressed to the nines and you have your life but what about when you're stark naked and you're being crucified then what are you able to rise from the ashes so and then the third example of dark arts training that i want to provide is the symbol symbolism of the phoenix the phoenix is a bird some say it was a mythical bird that uh basically would set itself on fire only to be reborn from the ashes and it started the alchemical process of death and rebirth death and rebirth and so if you are going through the dark night of the soul now if you are going through an intense dark arts training now i want you to remember That number one, it's really easy to be a leader. It's really easy to be a healer when everyone's clapping for you. When everyone's smiling at you. But what about when they're not? Are you still a healer? Are you still here to shift the consciousness on this planet? Are you going to let what other people have to say about you be what your reality is? Or are you gonna take this as an initiation to activate your own leadership, your own inner self-confidence in order to rise above the ashes, to alchemize yourself, to alchemize your experience, whatever matter is being thrown at you, whatever energy is being thrown at you, you transform it and you transmute it into something that works for you and for the collective this is dark arts training and it's not something that we can avoid so it's better to create safe affirming spaces where we can hold each other through these times when we might be feeling really alone and really ostracized and actually normalize this time you know once you go against the grain it's a lot more difficult to do these days you know um so yeah, this is this is a, a big time when you're going through dark arts training and you feel alone. This is a time to really hone in on your craft, right? To really hone in on your energetic boundaries, your spiritual protection, whatever your alchemical process is. You know, for some of us it's gonna be tarot and oracle cards. For others, it's gonna be meditation, mindfulness, hypnosis, past life regressions, whatever your special sauce is in the healing field, this is your time to really master your craft. It's during your dark arts training. And you're gonna notice the times when you were struggling the most, if you if you hold on to this alchemical process of transfiguration and transmutation. You're going to notice that the times when you were going through the must the most muck that was when you grew like that's when you, ma- you 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 started to achieve a certain level of mastery in your craft think about the lotus that grows from the mud all that ick and and it turns into that beautiful flower that's who you are right now your dark arts training is you going through the mud for your petals to emerge okay So anyways, I hope that this helps somebody who might be going through some spiritual muck, okay? Um, Let me know if you connected with this. You can always reach out to me um, and go to my website, thrivingwithheather.com and check out my book, The Grind Culture Detox. I am sending you so much love, joy, peace, gratitude, and abundance. And always remember, y'all, Thriving is your birthright. Peace.